Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 104 To me, fair friend, you never can be old, for as you were when first your eye I eyed, such seems your beauty still. Three winters cold have from the forest shook three wit summer's pride, three beauteous springs to yellow autumn turned. In process of the seasons have I seen three April's perfumes in three hot Junes burned. Since first I saw you flesh, which yet are green, ah, yet doth beauty like a dial hand steal from his figure and no pace perceived. So your sweet hue, which methinks still doth stand, hath motion, and mine eye may be deceived, for fear of which, hear this thou age unbred, ere you were born was beauty summer's dead. That was Sonnet 104 with an extra S thrown in on the last line for fun. I am Mark Chatterley and you, as always, oh, and Eddie went into the ending, as always, I am joined by the happy and smiling Thierry Hairless. Just, you just... haven't been happy and smiling for a while in these sonnets, so I thought I'd throw that in. I I am never happy. <laughs> I'm trying to... I Now I know your parents listen to this. I'm like, i got to big up Thierry. i got to make him sound awesome. I don't. I don't want your parents to think think that you're you're just wasting time reading poetry when that's, you should be out there getting a real job. That's yeah. That's that's what I'm doing here. Just wasting my life away with Shakespeare. That's that's what all <laughs> literature people do, though. That that is true. We we don't really like the whole job thing. Wearing suits and stuff is just weird. I actually quite like wearing suits. I just oh, what? don't you're get one to of wear them. Either. I am one of them. I hate wearing suits. I hate ties. Oh, ties are like the I worst like invention ties. in the world. What is the point of ties? The only thing I can think of, the reason you'd wear a tie, is to hide buttons on your shirt. Is that not... I don't know. I just only... think it looks nice in in my... Really? Uh, you know, with, with my massive fashion sense. Or have you just been told it looks nice since you were a kid and now that's... No, I liked wearing it as a kid. Okay, you wore tie when you were a kid. I had like a tiny oh, mini costume, uh, not costume, um, suit and tie <laughs> when I was a child. It was wow. like a tiny bow tie because bow ties are cool. Bow ties are cool. They're cooler than ties. Still yeah. wouldn't wear one. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I really wouldn't. And cummerbund, don't even get me started on a cummerbund. Oh, God. They're ridiculous, ridiculous things. Sonnet 104. Staying um, on track here. <laughs> staying on track. I remember on the Sonnet 100 episode that we did live, which I'm sure everyone's watched, um, I mentioned that I thought that the relationship with the fair youth and Shakespeare had lasted a long time. And in my, I, I posited it had lasted a year. And it looks like this sonnet is, is telling me it's lasted three years. Yeah, yeah, it has been three. Well... <sighs> I'm not sure if it is actually three or whether he just it is more of a symbolic um, because three is one of those numbers that have, that has carries quite a lot of weight. Yes. And rather than just going sixteen months cold, it, it just <laughs> it, it, that that would be weird. Yeah, I mean, it it just it feels like it gives it more weight to um to go for the three, whether it was like... actually three or not. 
Yeah, three is a very literary number and and quite a religious number as well. Three, seven, those nine, the, the holy the trinity, of... and all that kind of stuff. And and unless you're Catholic, and then it's the holy trinity plus Mary, because that makes sense. Because Total the divine, sense. the 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 immaculate conception wasn't Jesus. The immaculate conception in in Catholicism was Mary. Because Jesus can't be born of a woman who has original sin, so Mary had to be born without original sin, which means Mary was an immaculate conception as well as Jesus. But the problem with that is surely is it's it's like the turtles all the way down argument is that then you've got get, well can Mary be born of a woman who had original sin and then it just goes all the way back and that's just confusing. Yeah, did they 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 actually decreed in uh, one of the popes? I actually wrote a um, whatever they're calling in church a law, a bill, whatever <laughs> that that Mary was actually born of a virgin yeah, because they just argued about it for centuries as Christians do, and then the Pope just goes no, no, now, th- now there isn't a hell for babies, I haven't decided <laughs> no, he didn't decide he he was told he was told by, by the boss yeah. upstairs Exactly. The voices in his head. Yes. We used to put those people away. What happened? They got power and they created a country. (laughs) That's what happened. We are the Vatican. What do you mean? Well, we're a country. (laughs) You're not really. You're a city. No, we're a country. We've got our own money and our own postal system. And and we have a seat on the UN. (laughs) Because of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Religion's weird. I love, I love, I, I really don't mind people having personal beliefs, but just religion in the general scheme of things, I find is the most bizarre thing in the world. It just, it doesn't fit in my head. And I, and I suppose it's the same the other way around. And that's why there's a lot of animosity between the two groups is because in their head, they don't see how someone can't have faith. Whereas in my head, I literally, I cannot understand how someone has faith. Because when I look at the world, I see a world that's created and made by science science and natural law and even things like the the number of petals on a plant that that creates a fibonacci sequence there's a proper scientific reason why that is the only sequence petals can fall into no other it's, it's than intelligent design mark yeah and and then but they it's really i find it fascinating that we as a as a culture as a species we've got these two worldviews and the reason that they don't match is Literally, I don't know if it's the brains are different, but the the I can't perceive their point of view, and they can't perceive my point of view. It is. The, I, I mean, there is a there is a part of your brain that um basically gives you the experience of of, of being near gods because they can st- in, was it an MRI they they can target yes. that that part of your brain specifically, and you will come out and you will feel like you've met God, and all they've done is just stimulated a specific. Is it behind? It's halfway between your eye and your ear, I cool. think, if I remember correctly. Like it somewhere, gives you somewhere those around kind of there, and it just—if they target that, yeah, yeah, it just essentially makes you feel like um, you, you've had a divine experience. Your and, love and all unconditionally. Just, yeah, all it is is just your brain being bombarded with with um, with chemicals. I mean, that's all I, that I, is really. We, we are. Ruled, ruled by the chemicals in our brain. There is no. 
Which is interesting because, yeah, our brains create consciousness, which is free. Uh, well, I presume I've got free will. I We're not machines where you put in stimulus and an output comes out. So uh, a, a physical object that's got lots of electrical connections and chemical connections creates a conscious being, and that's amazing. But again, that's science. That's uh, and uh, it's really interesting. I, I I find I love it. Not quite sure why we're talking about religion on. I on... I, I don't know. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> how, how did I get onto that? I was going to go <coughs> onto a conversation. Ah, uh, yes, I was going to go into a conversation about babies uh, because I, uh, you were talking about that it's three years rather than sixteen months, or or because it sounds more poetic. Random kind of yeah, and that spurred the thought in my head of. When do parents swap from your baby? My baby is X number of days old, and it becomes weeks old, and it becomes months old, and it doesn't seem to fit into round numbers. So it's not when a baby is one year old, they stop counting the baby's age in months, because people yeah, still say my baby's... 14 months old. Yeah. So uh, is, there an, uh, is there an agreed-upon standard for where you stop saying my baby is X many months old and start saying a year and a half, or two years, or... I just wondered. I, I would probably stop doing it after two years. Just, I mean, not that I've ever been in the situation, but I can't really. I, I, you can say he's twenty months or she's twenty months old, but just saying she's twenty nine months old feels a bit weird. You would just go, she's two years. Yeah, I don't know. I, and I, is there a valid reason for that? I suppose babies change so much. A two-year-old baby is completely different to a six-week-old baby. Two-week and six-week are completely different. Yeah. So you need a smaller unit of measurement, maybe? I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm never going to have kids. Never going to find it's just... out. It's good. I am over 320 months old. <laughs> I was going to have a party for my 10,000th day on Earth, which I thought was cool. Which is when you are, I think it's about 27 and a quarter. Oh, I missed yeah. it. Yeah, I, 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 but I, I missed it too. I was ill, I believe, at the time and completely missed it, which is slightly annoying. I Damn you, still... universe! Wait, three hundred. I might do the three hundred and three months. If you go to Wolfram Alpha and type in your birthday, it will then tell you how old you are. That's, in I'm gonna hit days, that. That's hours. this year. That's yeah, that's twenty seven and three quarters. For what so is that? Nine for... months. That's three hundred thirty three months. Okay, interesting. So that's... Is that December then? March, In how many March minus three. Yeah. No, January. No, December. One. I can't... Don't make two. my brain do December. maths. It's December. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not very well at the moment. Don't make my <laughs> brain do maths. My brain... I'm trying to play computer games at the moment and it's just... It's button mashing now. I, I I reload the manual loads of times. What what button does this? Okay, check it. Okay, yeah. And then when I'm playing the game, it's like characters jumping instead of doing this, and it's not good. It's not good at all. Oh, dear. Um, uh, Sonnet 104. I've, I've <laughs> almost forgot about this sonnet, what it is about. I just very... I was going to say old language, but it just... I, I guess at his time it would be fine. Words like me things, which, <laughs> which, which we don't really, unless you have like Use a fake much. pretentious me thinks I should do that and and. Or you want to sound a bit dim. Yeah. And, and, I um, eat now me thinks. 
is a bit sounds a bit dim. But um, oh, it's yeah, it, you as were a son- born kind of thing. Sorry, yeah, yeah. As a sonic goes, it's quite. I I don't know. It's a bit boring. It doesn't really add anything to the sonic series other than a period of time reference, really. Yeah, and, and even tell. that that um, time reference might not even be um, accurate. Yeah. So I, it, the only bit that starts getting interesting, I think, um, is ah, yet doth beauty like a dial hand steal from his figure, and no peace perceived, and no pace perceived. Sorry. And it, I I don't quite understand that yet doth beauty like a dial hand, which I'm guessing. It means the, the dial of a sun. I, I I presumed sun time face clock thing. Sundial. That's the that's the <laughs> word for those things. And I imagine the dial hand is the protruding bit of metal. Um, steel from his figure. So I, the where my brain went, and this could just be just my brain making random connections, is yet doth beauty like a dial hand steal from his figure. So the dial hand steals from the sun to cast the shadow which allows us to tell the time it steals the light from the sun which makes the shadow so that then related to fair youth as yet doth beauty like a dial hand steal from his figure so beauty steals from the fair youth to make other things beautiful but that that could be just my brain going no throw meaning in there i like that and no pace perceived because they only had one for the hour and not for minutes and, and yeah. the hour um, hand moves incredibly slowly. Yeah, and then it goes, So your sweet hue, which methinks still doth stand, hath motion, and mine eyes may be deceived. And and ere you were born, was beauty summer's dead. Beauty summer dead. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it sounds as though he's going down that line of you imbue beauty into other things, but it's a bit of a stretch and it's at the limit of what I can fathom from a sonnet in sort of a quarter of an hour. That would need more <laughs> research into it as to whether sundials had that kind of reference and, and record that. And it's out of the scope of this podcast. Oh, that was quite businessy, wasn't it? I'm, it I'm afraid. A, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he's specifically a sundial. It could just be any clock. Yes. Yes, it could be. But Sundial specifically steals something, I think, is, is where my brain went. It steals the sun. Yeah. Because if you stand behind it, you're in the shadow. I don't know. I, that's... Mm, hmm. that, that's my deep interpretation for the day. You're unsure? Possibly. Possibly. I don't... Like, it's possible. I don't really see what else it would be. But, um... I don't... I, I didn't really, um... It could easily be a sundial. I, I, I didn't specifically think of it when I read it, but, but I'm happy to, uh... to go with that interpretation. Yeah. Um... And other things, I'm not sure there's anything else that really jumps out. It, it's all, I suppose, cliches from... Our, our point of view now, and I'm not sure whether they would have been in Shakespeare's times, but you know, yellow autumn, summer's pride, April perfumes, they're all kind of, and hot dunes. <laughs> Can you remember when we used to have hot dunes? But they're all um, kind of cliches now. Yeah. I don't yeah. know whether they 
would have been at the time if they were when Shakespeare was around that lends this sonnet slightly different if this sonnet is constructed from cliches it suggests that Shakespeare was kind of phoning it in whereas if they weren't cliches and they're kind of semi-unique thoughts on Shakespeare's hand then they're quite deep so depending on on other literature at the time has I, I think has an impact on whether this sonnet is is particularly deep or whether it's it's a kind of Shakespeare just let's knock off another sonnet. Yeah, yeah. I need just something quick to throw together for a 104 and, and just get on with it kind of thing. <laughs> the, I'm not really that into the fair youth today. Let's just talk about how long I've known him. <laughs> yeah. Throw some uh, references in about the year passing. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Three years, could be seven, it doesn't matter. Three years, make it slightly biblical. I don't, I mean, we've had a lot more complex sonnets from Shakespeare, so I'm almost tempted to say he is just doing one on the cheap here and just, it's the Friday afternoon sonnet, just kind of need to bash one out before I go and uh, have have a pint down the pub kind of thing. Yeah. I think I think I agree with that. It's 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 a bit. I don't know. I, I I'm struggling with this sonnet because it's just boring. It it is it is very boring. <laughs> I'm actually yawning. <laughs> You're actually yawn. This sonnet has driven you to yawning. It's I'm gonna have to up the ante and just it. nod off. You hear a bonk as I hit my microphone. <laughs> the, yeah, I. There's not really much else to say. There, there really isn't. I had a quick scan of the Wikipedia article and it went, this is how bad this sonnet is. It goes, <laughs> at one point, um, to me, he says, to me, in quotes, meaning that such views only apply to him. Yeah, those would be the meaning of the words. And then, <laughs> also, in one line, there's the alliteration of the F sound, fair friend. I just like I don't think you can call two words wow. in sequence alliteration. That's not quite. Yeah. If it was the furry fox fixed up my fair friend with a furious female, that's alliteration. <laughs> not not just fair friend. That's that's just two words wow. that begin with the same letter. So I I I I think even even. Proper academics are a bit kind of like oh, 104, boring. Yeah. Although saying that, there's probably someone out there who's done a whole dissertation on Sonic 104. Yeah, I mean, there's dissertations on pretty much everything, mainly because we got to the point where a dissertation, well, not so much for your bachelor, but especially for your master and PhD, has to be original research. And, and there is only so much you can do without literature texts. You, you can't really reinvent Shakespeare constantly and, and no we're pretty sure everything that can be said about him has been said and that's why you get all these weird interpretations like really looking deeply into the sonnets uh, and and as someone who writes um I'm guessing you you don't spend ages thinking about if 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 writers spent as long thinking about write what goes into their poem as what people draw out of them they would never ever get round to writing them. Yeah, yeah. That's not saying what's drawn out of them is invalid. It's just it can be taken you to can, extremes. Can, yeah. Well, that's also the fun of it. That's why I don't like analysing my own 
poems or, or telling people what it is about because it just <laughs> it feels like you you as the I don't know it's like reading a novel or writing a novel and then someone reads the novel and the author's just kind of standing next to you and it's like you're imagining a field of grass now there should really be a tree on that I, I didn't write <laughs> that in there but in my head there was a tree so please imagine a tree now and it's just you create your own world in your head and, and just the, the author or the poets telling you exactly what they had in their head is just kind of taking away yeah like, like watching a film made out of a book there's always you have someone else someone else's vision imposed on you Oh, and that's really interesting. I'm, I've started following because I've read the the Fault in Our Stars, and that's been made into a movie. John Green's book, yeah, and he's been on set, and he's he's sort of been involved with the casting, but uh, not making the decisions, but sort of informing. I think he's well, he's been on set all the entire time. They finished yeah. filming now, but he's been on set all the time and hanging out with them, and yeah. And interestingly, the certain characters have different coloured hair than they have in the book, and and different coloured eyes. And he doesn't care. Uh, but a lot of the fans of the book are up in arms about it. And he had to write a blog post about why the colour of a character's hair really isn't that important when it comes to casting for a film. Because it's more about the actor understanding the part the and the role. And then, yeah. Not not about, oh, let's cast you because you've got the right colour hair and eyes. That that's That's all that casting's about. Very interesting. Would you like to read... No, okay. I need to stop asking that as a question. You're going to read one of Sonic 104. <laughs> We've done this over a hundred times now and you're just still... I still... <sighs> I like being polite. I'm a polite person. I'm the kind uh... of person you can introduce to your parents. No. 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 Here's, here's my token gay friend. <laughs> Do not... <laughs> that would be a bad way to introduce me, I think. <laughs> I once I was once talking to a friend over the phone when I was a teenager and, and she happened to be having a meal with her family and hadn't told me at the time and I heard who are you talking to at the table and she just went gay mark it's like <laughs> as really? opposed to my other friend straight mark she didn't know anyone else called mark it was completely irrelevant <laughs> information it, oh. and, and as, as you know gayness defines who i am as a person i've made yes. that the core of yes. my being you you are the campest gayest man i have ever met and i work it into every conversation yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway you 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 i'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna read 104 yes in a in a straight european way please wow okay sonnet 104 to me fair friend you can never <laughs> didn't even get past the half life no, you got the words in the wrong order. That's what you did there. <sighs> Sonnet 104. To me, fair friend, you never can be old. For as you... Oh, God. <laughs> to me, fair friend, you never can be old. For as you were when first your eye I eyed. Such themes your beauty still. Three winters cold have from the forest shook three winters... Oh... <laughs> Oh, what happened? We have we have been looking at this sonnet for the past twenty minutes. I know my brain is just all frazzled and just. <sighs> three winters cold have from the forest shook three summers pride. Three beauteous springs to yellow autumn turned. In process of the seasons have I seen, three April perfumes in three hot Junes burned. Since first I saw your fresh, which yet as green. 
<laughs> Since first I saw you fresh, which yet are green. Ah, yet doth beauty like a dial hand steal from his figure and no pace perceived. So your sweet hue, which me thinks still doth stand, hath motion and mine eye may be deceived. For year of which, here this thou age unbred, ere you were born, was beauty's summers dead. And the additional Excellent. S, I got it in there. <laughs> Thank you, I was going to mention that. Perfectly rets on it, and then the additional S at the end screws this all up for me. <laughs> it does feel like it should be Beauty's Summer's End. Yeah. It sounds more Shakespearean. It sounds like it could be the title of a Shakespearean play. Where, what are you going to see? I'm going to see Beauty's Summer's End by the Royal Shakespeare Company. It's going to be very I good. Would, I would go see that. It sounds like yeah. a good play. It does. We should write it. Anyway. <laughs> Sonnet, that was Sonnet 104. I have been Mark Chasley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I have been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And we will be back next time with Sonnet 105. Only if you give us money. Only if you give us money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you later. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.